You're listening to Wellness Radio with Chris Joe, healing in Christ Jesus. Hey, I am super excited. I'm super excited to be here with you guys this morning. I have a very special guest on our new show, Christians in Confinement for COVID, having conversations, drinking coffee. It is Trey Morgan, the Trey Morgan, and I'm so happy about you being here, man. Honored to be here. This is going to oh, be a fun, fun time together. Man, what a blessing to have you. I, I assume you have your your coffee. You got your drink with you. I, I do. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking from my Gold Stripe cup this morning. Yeah, love, man, I, love Gold Stripe, guys. Yeah, I tell you what, I actually was thinking about having Zach and Zane on soon because I think that would be a lot of fun. Get a get a a, a Christian work worker, Christian businessman, and a couple of them get their perspectives. So they are good guys. They're they, good guys. They have great coffee. So Trey, I'm actually shocked that I could get you in your busy schedule, but but I assume COVID's affecting you the way it's affecting a lot of us. Not maybe not a lot of marriage seminars going on right now. Yeah, I'm on the. Somebody had asked about. Uh, my schedule and one of my one of my uh, friends had made the comment uh, and it it's fit really well that we're on the the COVID-19 schedule right now and when I check it it's completely clear so I'm good to go for just about anything uh, <laughs> right now. Hey, that's awesome. So uh, next week I may do a new uh, new series called Mo Chris, jo- Chris Joe's Lawn uh, in go. my house and you can <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I got a lot of stuff done during the quarantine. If I had another month, I told my wife last night, give me another month of quarantine. And I think I could put in a family pool or something. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Yeah. It, you know, and, and everybody has the same idea, which is why uh, Lowe's and, and such, yeah. you know, Home Depot are packed. We, we have knocked out a lot of stuff. Just on our new show. Oh, hold on real quick. I've got a little bit of uh, feedback going on here. Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny because you guys have an awesome backyard, don't you? Uh, we do. We've got a nice patio. It's screened in. Uh, we built it on, uh, a few years ago, but, uh, you know, in the past month we have, we have remodeled our kitchen. We have remodeled our utility room. Uh, we have, uh, I've trimmed all my trees. We've put in a landscaping, uh, you know, guys who have told their wives forever, um, honey, one of these days we'll get around to it. Yeah. Quarantine has been one of those days. <laughs> yeah. There's no escape now. If you can't do that's it during fine. quarantine, you ain't going to do it. Um, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, we started working on our backyard, which is going to, it's a huge undertaking, but I actually, believe it or not, as I was w- putting in some stone, I was thinking this could be like a Trey Morgan backyard someday. I, I literally thought that I thought that was there one of go. my thoughts I had. So, right. so tell well, us what's that? I said, I said, we love, we love the patio and, and being able to just, I nearly went out there this morning for this and was a little worried about birds being loud and things along those lines. Yeah. Well, Wi-Fi. I think that's always a fear I have. Okay. So let me ask you, t- tell me a little bit about your ministry, because I know you have at least two ministries um, and, and knowing you maybe more. So tell me, tell me about your, at least your two. Well, I am the uh, pulpit minister or senior minister, however you want to describe it, at the at the Church of Christ in Childress, Texas. Uh, we have been there for about 17 years and uh, love the work, love the church, healthy, healthy church, healthy leadership. Um, can't see ourselves ever going anywhere. Uh, we just like it that well. And then my wife and I do a lot of marriage and family ministry, and we 
speak at conferences and workshops and seminars all over the U.S. And that's kind of shut down right now, which is which is actually okay because uh, one, we could use a break, and two, we actually kind of cleared our schedule for for May and April uh, and didn't plan workshops and traveling because we have a son that's a senior in high school. And so we oh, okay. had, kind of cleared everything in preparation of proms and graduations and things like that. And so we really hadn't had to do any postponing or, or a whole lot of canceling. We've, we've canceled or postponed one workshop and then we didn't schedule anything again until, Ju- until July. So we're hoping it'll pick right back up and we'll, we'll keep going. Well, there you go. So, I mean, the good thing about the timing is that um, marriages, well, like people getting married is on, that's on hold. A, a little bit, at least to some degree. Um, although maybe uh, marriage conflict is is at an all time high. I don't know. <laughs> so that's I what, think so. That's what. Yeah. Which, by the way, you guys always have hysterical memes. I got to say, I, that's one of the things I love about you and your ministry is the fun component of it. I just think that you guys bring fun into ministry. It looks like uh, I. It's been a long time. I actually was saying this to you earlier today, but. Uh, I think when you guys were sort of launching your workshop, or maybe it was round one of figuring it out or close to, um, you did one with us when I was a minister in Shawnee, Oklahoma. So I I remember you doing that and us having a bunch of young couples come. Of course, back then I was nearly a young couple back eight years ago. So you didn't have the gray in your beard, right? No, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We had uh Having, having small children, we've always been uh, passionate about uh, marriage ministry and marriage work, retreats and stuff. And, but having a bunch of, we had four boys and the timing wasn't great. You can't just take off and leave kids and it's not healthy. I needed to be a dad. And uh, oh, eight years ago or so, things kind of, you know, my, my boys got older, got to where we could travel a little bit more. And so we, we scheduled, you know, four or five a year. Um, and then as it's gone and as they've gotten older and as they, as they have left home where it's freed up our schedule, um, we, we've scheduled a whole lot more. And so it's kind of really, the door is open to where, uh, we're, we're, we're doing about 12 to 15 a year and could do a whole lot more. We just, we just can't and, and, and do, you know, uh, local work at the, at the church in Childress. But, uh, we, we stay scheduled and booked up. We're booked up about a year and a half, two years out for, wow. uh, workshops and it's, <laughs> we, we love it. We, we just think God has really placed this in our laps and, and we enjoy it. And we enjoy the marriage humor. Like you said, about 95% of the people that, uh, follow us, enjoy the marriage humor. There's always a few that are like, y'all just do too much joking around. And, and we're like, man, that is how marriages survive. Yeah. Yeah, don't get me started on that. Yeah. So yeah, well, you know, I think that you guys, you guys just have a neat spirit. I love your sons; they have a good spirit. Um, of course, you've got um, you have daughter-in-laws now too. I have two daughter-in-laws, and I have a granddaughter on the way. Wow! And that makes me unbelievably old. happy. <laughs> I was going to say it makes you old. No, it, it does. Me, wow. I just, I, I, I've had a hard time. I just found out that it's a granddaughter a couple of days ago, and I've had a hard time not being just real emotional about the whole thing. I'm I, so happy for you, man. I'm so happy for you. But I, do you ever like wake up and go, man, I used to be like, I used to have young boys. And now I'm like. They grow up fast. I know. Well, I just sent mine off to AIM 
to Alaska. I saw that. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy deal. Okay. Now one, before we hit your verse, because we got to get, we got to move in the direction of, uh, you're going to share a Bible verse or a Bible story with us about story with us. Uh, before we do that, um, I have a connection with you. We, we have a connection that I, uh, I brought to your attention before, but I'm going to bring it again because it's, it's just way cool to me, especially because you do the stronger marriage workshop. So, so I got to say this, but you and your wife fell in love. Stop me if I'm wrong here. You fell in love at my parents' place of business, the Golden Spread Skateway in Amarillo, Texas. Is, is that correct? That is correct. And, and, uh, we grew up, Lee and I grew up going to the same church, and uh, she was a, quite a bit younger than me. So when she got old enough to be in the youth group, uh, and all of a sudden I was like, wow, who's the, the cute new girl? And uh, we, we would have devotionals on Sunday nights and, and go in for, uh, to the Golden Spread Skateway. And, and man, we loved couple skate and just the, the opportunity to hold hands. And we'd talk about, man, my hands would sweat. That means we love each other. You know, it's just too, we're, we're talking kids, you know, we're, we're teenagers, but yes, we did. And, and that would be, you know, they'd play all our favorite songs and, and that place is very special in our heart. And a cool story about that is on our 10th anniversary, I believe it was our 10th on our 10th anniversary, I called and, and it had sold, it was a, it was a daycare. Yeah. And, and I yeah. called them and I said, Hey, my wife and I fell in love there at your skating rink, uh, as, as teenagers. And we're celebrating our 10th anniversary. I was wondering if I could come up and skate. And, and they told us, they said, well, we're a daycare now. We, we, uh, you know, we, we still have some skates, but nobody comes and skates, but they said, they said, can you come? And he gave me a time. He said, can you come like five o'clock at a, a Tuesday afternoon? And, and uh, said, we'll, we'll clear it out and, and bring some music, bring a, a CD with some music on it. And so I didn't tell Lee and I just told her, I said, Hey, be ready. I told her, I said, you're going to need some socks. You know, <laughs> you got to have some socks with skates. Yeah. Uh, and we went up there and the people were so nice. They, I handed them my, my, my little CD that had our music on it from when we were teenagers and, and they turned the lights down and, and, you know, all the little the little lights came on and and we couple skated to several songs and held hands and and didn't break a hip or a leg which was yeah. good didn't trip over any kids who were playing with blocks no, on we the had board. the whole place to ourselves <laughs> it was almost like a movie like a, a hallmark movie had the whole place to ourselves as as we we skated around the little rink and it was it was really very very cool that's that's awesome um I, you know, I have similar feelings and I have friends on Facebook who have similar feelings. In fact, last week, one of my friends wrote and said, uh, I went to the golden spread last week and it's a church now. That's what he said. It's a church. And he said, it's, it still smelled like a skating rink. <laughs> you can't <laughs> Which, get that out of there. Yeah. It's, it's permanent. It's like a bowling alley. You just, you, there's a, there's a way that, that it's supposed to be. Hey, uh, man, that's that's awesome. And what means so much to me is because the Golden Spread means, I mean, it's just deep in my heart. Uh, very Ours precious, too. precious place to me. So, hey, we're this is called uh, Christians in Confinement for COVID, having conversations, drinking coffee. I got Trey Morgan. So, Trey, I want to ask you, man, tell me your favorite Bible story. Now, the, mm -hmm. the uh, stipulation on this was it cannot be the cross and it must not be the resurrection. Okay, so I'm taking out the, the defaults. 
because every you know i don't want you know people are going to say well the cross or the, the resurrection i'm taking out the defaults and i want you to hit me with the one that's not those well i probably would have uh i probably would have chosen this one anyway uh picking your favorite bible story is a little bit uh, like uh uh, trying to pick your favorite kid, but yeah. if I had a if I had a go to that really kind of reflects um, my ministry and kind of how I've done ministry and just really important to me, it'd be John thirteen where Jesus washes the disciples' feet. Awesome, um, and it, it it is just one that still uh, you know I have the text memorized uh, to where you know I've read it so many times to where it just flows. It just it's just very close to my heart, very close, because there's so many stories uh, in that text of John 13, and so many little uh, nuggets that we kind of forget and miss sometimes that uh, are so rich. Yeah. Um, tell, tell me one part of that story that you love. Probably the fact that here's Jesus, the, the guy that created the world, and he's washing feet of all things, which is just, I mean, who does that? Yeah. And then not only, I guess the big thing that just jumps off the page is we know that he knows that Judas is going to betray him. And, and as he goes down the line, in my head, I can imagine him washing Peter's feet and James and John's feet. And, you know, he's just kind of working his way down the line. And all of a sudden he grabs a foot and he looks up and it's Judas. And, yeah. and, and you think to yourself, what, what would I do? Would I be going, there is no way I'm washing this guy's feet. What a jerk. You know, I know what you're going to do to me. I know that you're going to betray me. I know that you're going to, and here was Jesus who lovingly washed the feet of the guy who was just moments away from stabbing him in the back. And, and, and I guess the part that just has always stuck out to me is Jesus, we, we're really good at serving people that we feel deserve service and are, you know, this is my friend, or they'll thank me, or they deserve my love, or these are good people. And here's Jesus who serves not just what we might consider deserving people, but served undeserving people. Somebody who was, you know, it was like, this guy's, this guy's going to betray me, and I know he is, and I'm going to wash his feet anyway, and I'm going to love him anyway. Yeah. And, and God has called us to, to love and serve people who we feel like deserve our service and also the people that we feel like don't. Yeah. You almost get the gospel wrapped up in a little, a little ball right there, right before, you know, one of the, one of the lines I love in the, in the passages at the very beginning, it says, Jesus knew who he was. He knew he had come from God. He was going to God. All, all things were under his authority power. Um, and so it was, it's almost like the, the, the sentence doesn't, it, it just, it just immediately runs into it. Yeah. And so he picks up a, a towel and begins to wash your feet. Just blows me away that th this is the immediate response to power. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to serve yeah. my enemy. Here's a, here's the guy that, uh, you know, top of the rung ladder of importance in the universe as, as Jesus, as God, the son, and he picks up a towel and washes dirty feet. I mean, yeah. who does that? You know, yeah. um, it's just such a great example for not just leadership and, and CEOs and preachers and elders, um, but just everybody. I mean, I mean, here's, here's the creator of the world who died for us going. And, and then 34 and 35, he says, I, he said, I want you to love people like I have just loved you. Well, how do you do that? <laughs> Washing feet, serve somebody. 
Get out yeah. there and get your fingernails dirty. Yeah. So we really struggle with this passage of scripture for a few reasons. I think one, one thought is we kind of minimize it. Uh, we, we get, we gravitate towards the great commission, which is, I mean, obviously it's the great last words of Jesus. You can't, you can't miss the great commission. Uh, we gravitate towards uh, maybe some of the, the theology. Uh, maybe think about John chapter uh, chapter four, when he talks about spirit and truth and worshipers will worship in spirit and truth, but we kind of, we kind of miss this one. Sometimes some people miss this one. So, uh, so how, what would you say in response to that, to the person who, you know, weighing it all out is like, is service really that important? What would you, what would you say? Well, first I'd say that save, if you're a saved person, saved people serve people. It's just, it's just that simple. You can't be a saved person and not serve people. But it's also the, the, the big kicker here is, you know, you're going you're gonna to bring a lot more people to Jesus by serving them and loving them than you ever are by going out and, and going, hey, I need to tell you something first. You know, you <laughs> notice Jesus and the way he did ministry, and he, and he fed people before he talked to them. Mm-hmm. He, he, he healed people before he preached. Uh, Luke starts out in the book of Acts with the, the phrase of, I told you formerly in my book, the book of Luke, about all that Jesus began to do and teach. And he put the do before the teach. And, and if churches and people could ever figure out that, I guess it's just the old phrase of, of people will really care more about what you have to say if you'll, if you'll serve them first uh, and let them know that they are loved versus just, just only caring about the fact that, uh, hey, I just need to tell you, tell you the Great Commission. I'm a fan of the Great Commission, but uh, man, you, you're, we're going to convert a whole lot more people, and we're going to be able to share the story of Jesus and be Jesus by uh, by serving other people and loving other people the way Jesus did, versus just saying, "Hey, our lights are on at the church building. If you want to come hear a story about Jesus, come on." Yeah, you know, it's funny because uh, man, I love what you said about do and teach. Uh, that's probably the takeaway I'm going to bring with me for today is that the the order maybe um one of the things that um you know you think about the bible really you kind of have a limited amount of of uh space here for words the amount of words that go in into the new testament and we most of most of what we see in the new testament is not red letter most of it is uh stories of jesus interacting with people so it's kind of fascinating that way so i i love i love what you're saying there now I want to shift real quickly because I think the other problem with this story, the other challenge of the story is people don't know what it means to wash feet. So they assume that washing feet is washing feet. So, you know, go, go and do what I did, go, go wash feet. And so you'll see um, these kind of awkward, we don't know how to do this in this culture. So let's all take off people's shoes and and socks, which I'm not necessarily opposed to. I think it's a a wonderful, beautiful thing to do, but but give us a, an example of how does a 21st century Christian and COVID, I'll throw COVID in there for, sure. for you, um, wash feet. What does that even look like? Well, it's, it's connecting to people and it's uh, connecting to people through service, which is, which is love. And you can do that from, man, over tip, uh, somebody that you, you get to ask them their name, how, you know, call, call a, sir, a, a waiter or a person that's bringing your food to the car, call them by name and, 
and ha- tell them to have a blessed day. And then over tip, uh, buy someone's coffee, buy someone's lunch, uh, call someone and check and ask them, how's, how's the groceries? Um, is there any bills that you're struggling to get paid this month because you're out of work at this time? Anything that you can do to serve people and love people and help people is, is you're more like Jesus when you do that than I think any other time. It's when you're loving on people and Jesus's love was a love of action. Yeah. And, and you said it earlier, that's just what Christians do. Christians serve. And I, I love that. Um, I don't think it's an option. I, I don't think it's one of those things to where somebody goes, well, that's just not my talent. You know, God didn't <laughs> give me that. Skill. If you're a saved person, you serve people. It's just that way. Yeah. That's awesome, man. All right, man. So, Hey, Trey, you've given us some good things to think about for today. I, I appreciate you sharing the story that meant the most to you. Um, that beautiful Beautiful. We, we've had fun. Uh, first week we had Jason Thornton. Uh, then we had Billy McGuigan. Yeah. Good and then, and then Billy McGuigan last week. Love me some Billy McGuigan. Uh, don't, don't tell him I said that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because when Billy, I was telling you this earlier, but when Jason got on, Jason's got a really nice beard. And so Billy uh, said, I'm going to come I'm going to show up with a, with a beard. And then, but then Billy came on, he's got the great accent and you were saying, what were you saying? You would, you were, I, I was teasing Billy going, we needed some subtitles so I could understand what he's saying below <laughs> yeah. the, below the screen. You know, I, it, and, and I, I love my, I didn't realize I had an accent until I went to California. And, and then I realized I do have an accent, but if I could, <laughs> man, if I could just have an accent like Billy, I, so many more doors would be open for me in the brotherhood. I tell you what, it is amazing. I've told that to Billy. I was like, man, that's, that's, it's an awesome thing. What's neat about Billy is he is, he is an accent and so much more. I mean, he is just a well studied guy and and that's why you, you and I both love him. He just knows his, his word. And uh, next week I've got a friend that you don't know him. Jason Masteller is coming on a lawyer out of Detroit, but I'm excited about him being on. And, um, and then I think the week after that, we got Tim Rush. So excited, excited about some of these guys coming on the next few weeks. It's going to be good. But Trey, thank you so much for being with us today. God just really blessed us with you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I'm, I'm honored to come and hang out with you today. Yeah. And, and just to say, if, uh, if, if your marriage is in need of, of someone, if your congregation has a desire and you can think two years out, (laughs) (laughs) we're actually coming up. We've just, just to let you know, since you're in Lubbock, Texas, we've got a date in Lubbock, Texas coming up uh, July 17th and 18th. And you can, you can find out information on our website uh, a little bit about it, but we're excited about some stuff that we've got going on uh, coming up in Lubbock and, and got dates all over the U S in the next two years. So hopefully somebody will come see us. Yeah, and and probably they can find out where you're going to be based on your website. What's your address? Uh, it is strongermarriageworkshops.com, or I'll even help you out a little easier. TreyMorgan.net will get you there. It'll forward to that website. Awesome, man. Well, hey, God bless you. Let me say a prayer for your Good ministry, and, and then we'll, uh, we'll end. Okay. So, Father God, we just submit to you. We thank you so much for Trey. We thank you for his heart for you, for his passion for uh, his marriage and just the amazing things he and his wife are doing for you. And God, I want to ask that you would just bless their ministry and just allow them to uh, just continue to be uh, strong and faithful to you, uh, a good example, a good model and um, proclaimers of the message through their, through their deeds and through their 
words, God. We trust you and we love you and we just thank you for, for your acts of service towards us on a daily, continual basis, you washing our feet, uh, Father, by answering our prayers, by giving us food, by giving us blessings, and by offering your son to us, Father, who are very undeserving. We are we are the the Judas Iscariot, the Peter, the the doubting Thomas of the story, and you just continue to wash your feet. And so, God, we just thank you for that. We pray this in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Appreciate Amen. it. Amen. Appreciate you. God bless you. And we'll see you guys next week. Or hey, watch us next week. At least. We will. We'll tune in. <laughs> we'll have a great day. All right. See peace. you guys. Bye-bye.